Greetings. Welcome to Sippin' Tea with D. This is your host, Deirdre Simmons. Thank you for joining us this evening. Some do not know this about me, but I actually have three dads. The one who gave me life, the one whose name I carry, and the one who helped to raise me. Each one of these men left a profound imprint on my life. Each of these relationships are significant to me in their own way. They have shaped my perception of manhood, fatherhood, and what it is to be a leader, provider, and a man's role as head of the household. Most importantly, it has taught me how I should be treated as a woman and a wife. Despite the circumstances, I am proud of the experiences that these relationships have afforded me and thankful for the love I experienced on many levels as a result. Happy Father's Day to the men in my life and to those everywhere who continue to be a blessing and impact the lives of those around them. Tonight's Sippin' Tea with D is a special edition in honor of all fathers for Father's Day. May they continue to lead us, guide us, and inspire us. Greetings. Welcome to Sippin' Tea with D. I am your host, Deirdre Simmons. Thank you for joining us this evening. Today, I have two guests. As we approach uh, the Father's Day weekend, uh, we are going to discuss the role and the importance of a father. Um, Oftentimes during this holiday season uh, leading up to Father's Day, fathers are sometimes slighted. They're not giving the same consideration as mothers, but fathers play such an intricate role in our families, in society, and in particular in the African-American community. Uh, I have, you know, myself, I have a unique uh, situation in terms of uh, a father, fatherhood, I have actually three dads, <laughs> uh, three fathers, and I have three unique perspectives and stories in relation to that, which I'll discuss. However, uh, I asked these two ladies to come in to share their stories and to share their journeys. So I would first like to welcome uh, to uh, the Sip and Tea with D stage, Linda. Linda, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you? Hi, hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Blessed, abundantly blessed. Yes, wonderful, wonderful. And then I also have Kim. Kim, welcome to Sip and Tea with D. Thank you for having me. Wonderful, wonderful. Kim, it's a pleasure to have both you and Linda here today. Um, these ladies are natives of Philadelphia, PA. Uh, so we are um, happy to have you and glad that you were willing to come and share some tea with us. Um, so we're gonna get started, but before we do, I must ask you both that infamous question that I ask all of my guests. Linda, what tea are you drinking this evening? I am sipping lemon. I see 
Oh, okay. Okay. You got some iced tea over there. All right. All right. Well, as I'm over here sipping on my fave lemon ginger, what are you sipping on over there, Kim? Unfortunately, I don't have tea, but I am drinking water. Okay. Look, there's nothing wrong with hydration. Okay. We need as much water as we can get to replenish the skin and get those things going that need to be moving inside of us. So that's all right. But I do thank you for coming in. So let's get right into it, ladies. As I stated, you know, fathers during this season are often overlooked. Um, sometimes their role is minimized. I know you guys have seen it like I've seen it on social media where uh, people will honor mothers and say that, you know, you've been both a mother and a father. And not to diminish anyone's um, efforts, uh, but... A, on Mother's Day, no one highlights men. So I think it would be fair to say that Father's Day should be geared directly towards fathers. Um, how, what do you think about that, Linda? You know what? I had a conversation about this on yesterday. I am a mother. I, if you're going to give me my flowers, give me my flowers on Mother's Day. Fathers are, uh, Father's Day is geared to the men, Father's Day, men. Um, I don't like, personally, I don't like, I'm a single mother, I'm a single mother of three. I do not like when uh, people say Happy Father's Day to me. Mm -hmm. What I do say is, um, Thank you for the fathers of my children, because without them, I would not be the magnificent mother that I am today. Okay. okay. So in turn, I give my children's father his accolades. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Kim, what about you? How do you feel about I, people doing that? Um, I was raised by my father and my mother. So I was in a two-parent household. Mm -hmm. And I just think that, you know, my father played his role and my mom played her role. Mm -hmm. So Father's Day, he gets all the honors, like, and I don't never want to take that from him, you know, and my husband was an excellent father to our children. Mm -hmm. I will never take that from him. That is not my job to celebrate Father's Day for me. Mm -hmm. now, you know, I agree. That's, everybody has their day. Yes, absolutely. Now, um, Kim, you are uh, a recently widowed and your your husband played an intricate part and in an intricate role in your household. Now that he is no longer with you guys, what are some of the ways that you guys honor him? Not just on Father's Day, but just as a whole. What are some of the ways that you honor him? We honor him all the time. Um, even though his physical presence is not here, his spirit is always with us and within us. So we always honor my husband, um, no matter what it is, if we go through just down memory lane and we look at pictures of him, we tell stories about him constantly. Um, my daughters are 14 and 10. And it's not a day that go by that they don't mention something about their dad. Mm. He's always a part of our regiment. Even when we say our prayers every day, they still ask that God take care of their dad in heaven. So he will always be part of our lives. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, Harriet, uh, I know that you are a mother as well. And um, tell us a little bit about your relationship with your dad. Um, my dad was a single father as well. Um, he took on the role and paid it played an intricate part of my life. Okay. We were best, we were, um, he met his demise. It's a mental block. So I'll say um, eight or nine years ago. Okay. Um, he, was, he was a single father and he did a heck of a job rearing myself and my two brothers. Um, after he and my mother separated when I was 10 years old. Wow. Up, yes, up until the time he met his demise. We were, he was everything to me. Um, he was everything to me and, uh, you know, a uh, nurturer, okay. uh, provider, financially, emotionally. Mm. Yes. Support, my biggest fan, my biggest cheerleader, you name it, he was. And so much so that when I began to have children, mm -hmm. each one my children has a part of his name, even though I have the two girls uh -huh. and the, my daughters are named after my father. Wow. What an honor. That is an absolute honor. So he really, you know, one of the things that you said about your dad that stuck out for me is that you identified him as being a nurturer. And that's not normally a word that we hear connected to mm -hmm. our men. But I love that. Tell me some of the ways in which you felt that he nurtured you, um, that impacted you. you. You know, it was funny. The story that I always tell is beginning when I began puberty. Okay, okay. Tell us about it. It was the most difficult part for him. He took me to take care of my feminine needs. Yes. And looking... <laughs> Looking at me as his princess, uh -huh. I imagine how hard that was for him. But dad, I don't need you to go in the back with me. He wanted to hold my hand through the process. <laughs> he wanted to wow. rub my Wow, oh wow, that's so sweet. Wanted, and that's why I'm a tea lover to, 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 to until this day, I'm getting emotional already. That's okay, that's okay. He wanted to hold my hand. He wanted to make sure she needs her tea. She needs her Tylenol. Mm -hmm. She needs to rest. She needs to relax. She needs a foot rub. She needs all of these things to rub my forehead. My dad was that kind of gentleman to me. He was he was a nurturer in that. What and a that special moment, though, to share with him. You know, mm -hmm. for a young girl, you know, we all can attest to that our you know going coming into womanhood so to speak that period of time in our lives is so special and i and it's it's monumental it's like one of those things that sets the foundation and memory that you'll always have but to share that with your dad and for him to be so understanding about your needs and providing you know making sure you had the tea and the tylenol so that you wouldn't be in pain and to comfort you uh in addition to just guiding you. and i love what you said about him wanting to hold your hand you know um that that's absolutely and, special and he was there for the birth he witnessed the birth of each one of my children he was the first one there wow he was, 
the first one there. Um, his job was quite a ways. He, he drove quite a distance, mm-hmm. and he still made, he did not miss one second of me bringing my children into this world. That is and fantastic. The cycle repeated itself. Does she have her medication? You know, I need to be there. I need to hold her hand. I need to see her. I need to all the way to the end. My dad was there. Wow. Wow. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Kim, um, what what story or what memory do you have of your dad uh, that kind of uh, made an impact or resonates with you to this day? My father... Um... I lost my father at 23. Mm. I was his baby. And one of the things that we bonded more about than anything was life. Mm. So my father was dying of cancer. He knew he was dying. Um, so one day he were asked me to um, take him down Route 40, just drive him down Route 40. And I used to be like, why Route 40? What is there? It was like, I just want to drive down the road, you know, just, just the expressway. Mm -hmm. So I would be exhausted. I was like, I'll go to church. I come home, change my clothes, take my dad down with work. But the whole time he would just give me different life lessons. Mm. It stuck out to me. Like he prepared me to live life without him. And I didn't know. That was kind of your special time together. Yes. So yeah. okay. he just prepared me for life. Whereas though, you know, um, sometimes we grow up naive, mm-hmm. you know, and even at this time, I didn't realize my father was dying. You know, I just knew that he had cancer, but, but I had no clue. That with death. Exactly. Okay. You know, that he would be dying. I am so sorry. I don't know why this is coming through on my phone. That's I'll okay. That's all right. You're fine. You're fine. Um, Just make a long story short. He always was the type that was my protector, my provider, and the person that gave me that instruction on how to live life. Mm -hmm. And he took the time out to just explain some things to me because, you know, again, like I said, I was very naive. You know, my father played a very, very important role in my life. And that's why I am as independent as I am today. So you think that by taking you on those drives, he really was just, um, it was, it was that, you know, what I call the special time that Mm -hmm. provided you with the opportunity to, uh, for him to share those lessons that you would need without him, so to speak. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And basically that's what he was preparing me for because I was living at home, you know, and uh-huh. I didn't even think about moving. I'm never moving. Like, okay, I like it here, you know. <laughs> so Kim, like, it's so wonderful that, you know, your dad took that time um, and he saw it as an opportunity, not just to uh, spend some time with you, but give you those uh, those gems, those little intricacies that we need, that he knew that you would need uh, in order to guide you uh, in in this in this life, you know, in this life's journey without him. Um, 
during those days when you were driving and, and he was he was you know providing you with those gems what kinds of things were kind of going through your mind when he was talking like were you thinking like oh he was being overprotective or i just was just like why is he telling me all of this like i don't need to know all of this information i'm 23 i just want to live and enjoy and continue to be young right but, right and he was preparing me you know, because it's like I said, he knew he was dying. So he was preparing me what to expect once he was gone. Wow. And everything that he said to me happened, you know, mm. everything he said to me basically happened. And it's crazy because you don't see things with people or in life, you know, you just think, oh, okay, things, this ain't going to happen to me. This is that that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And everything he told me to beware of, Okay. How people were, you know, what people will do. Mm -hmm. All of it have came in my life in some shape or form or fashion. Wow. And it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. But he, he he definitely broke it down. I love that you were able to take away, uh, and I think both of you, in a sense, were able to take away this wonderful wisdom that you know, that, you know, at, at certain times in our lives, we don't really understand that we need it. We don't even sometimes even appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But you guys were both able to, uh, that wisdom that your dad, you know, that your dad left with you um, and kind of used that and carried that out through your journey. So, uh, you know, it just goes to show again, like the importance of the role of a father mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the, the role that they play, not just in our lives, but in our households. Um, I know for me, uh, my bio, I have, I mentioned that I have three dads. Uh, one, the one that gave me life, uh, which is my biological dad. Uh, and then there's the father who, uh, whose name that I carry. Uh, and who, whom I believed to be my father until I was in my early 20s. And then there was uh, my stepfather who actually played a role in raising me. And for many years, I was uh, embarrassed about this, you know, this, this truth that I carried. <laughs> um, but when I got to a certain age, I started to um, understand that Having these three men in my life in whatever form um, had played a role in how I saw uh, not just men um, as a whole, but actually also how I saw men uh, in relationships. Uh, my biological father, uh, whom I have a very close relationship, is still uh, alive. Um, my my father whose name that I carry unfortunately passed away about nine years ago uh you're going on nine years now and um and then there's my stepfather who uh I do not have a relationship with uh any longer but I can say um that you know having had these three persons in my life and having um you know been being reared you know in a sense by uh these three people in different ways because i didn't meet my biological father till i was in my early 20s so we did not know about each other and when we 
found out about each other, we were able to connect. Um, my mother actually was instrumental in connecting us and uh, talking about, you know, their story. And it was so interesting because my biological dad, when we met, the, I was a, an adult, you know, and I would not have thought that I would have needed my dad you know i've heard people say that well i'm grown now so i don't need a father you know but he came in at a time when i needed him as a young woman i was going through some transitions you know i was trying to find myself i had kind of dropped out of college um and I didn't know really what I wanted to do with my life. And I had decided I wanted a whole new career. I decided I wanted to go into journalism and I was just kind of like searching, but having met him and uh, got to getting to know him and developing a relationship with him helped me to really kind of put a lot of those things into place. Um, he gave me a sense of um, centering. He gave me a sense of understanding myself in a way that I didn't understand myself uh, as a young woman, as a woman that's, you know, coming into the world. So I ended up going back to school. Um, he actually helped me in that process. And it's so interesting because I ended up uh, attending and graduating from the college where he and my mother uh, met. And then... Um, you know, uh, in terms of my career, he gave me, uh, you know, he was successful in his own right. So he gave me a foundation of things to kind of follow. And I looked upon him as a man of strength, a man of valor. You know, I thought, oh, wow, like my dad, you know, my dad is the, you know, the sh you know, I thought like this man, you know, he's a businessman and, you know, he he's he's articulate and I like his his, you know, his swag, so to speak. So just kind of set the foundation in my 20s for like the kind of man that I'm going to be that I want to be a, a part of my life that I want to look for. So it was just interesting that he gave me that point of view. And then. Uh, when I look back upon it, then there was my father, whose name I carried, um, who, he, although he played a role in my life, um, a limited role, he still played a role. I felt um, that he and I had a connection, you know, not because at the time I believed him to be my dad, but, you know, in carrying his name. And ladies, you probably both can attest to this, like the idea of having that name, saying that you're someone's daughter, saying that, you know, that that's really holds a lot of weight for a young lady, um, you know, and then my uh, stepfather who played a role in raising me, um, although we don't have a relationship today, I have had to admit in my, in my reflections that his, he still played a role. You know, it is because of him that I have a, a great appreciation for the finer things in life. Um, you know, that um, I have standards. And when I say standards, I mean, just in terms of, you know, um, having, uh, having the idea of, you know, living a good life, um, you know, being successful in life. Uh, that moral compass that we kind of carry with us sometimes, you know. So I appreciate 
the role that each one of these men played in my life. And although in some instances it may not have always been positive, um, it, the the negative did not outweigh the positive. I've, I've I've looked at the positive, but you know. But then at the at the other the other side of that though is there were times when I struggled with, like I said, I was embarrassed to have to explain my story to people. Um, there were people that knew me in different parts of my life that didn't know at some point that my biological father even existed, that he was in my life, that we had a relationship. I kind of hid that because I was embarrassed. And then there were, you know, that that infamous question that a lot of women have when you think about growing up and getting married and your dad walking you down the aisle. I was always concerned about, oh my God, who's gonna walk me down the aisle? Even something that small, but that big, you know, became a concern. So it was just interesting how that played a part and how I went from shame to just being proud of my situation, you know, and finding a blessing in my situation because, you know, we need our dads, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. We need that perspective. We need that the role that they that they provide for us. You know, my my stepfather, you know, he was a provider. You know, he was the, the leader of our household. And I understood that. And I accepted that. And I, you know, and because of that, I always, you know, believed that a man played a certain role in the household. You know, that the man was the leader, that the man you know, was the provider and he, he made sure that things were taken care of. Um, he also, you know, I've always been accused of kind of being spoiled, but it's because of him, you know, every holiday, I don't care if it was Valentine's day, I came from a house full of ladies. So he provided us with, you know, uh, gifts and, um, you know, so to this day, I still kind of look for that. You know, I look for those things because that is what, you know, I experience. So I, I, I've learned to appreciate my situation. Um, and I just think that it's important. So when we talk about, you know, fathers and we talk about the roles that they play, um, I know one of the things that I've learned from my biological dad, he's taught me, um, because of the development of our relationship, he's taught me to be patient and he's taught me to be able to understand and be vulnerable with a man. You know, what are, what are some lessons that you ladies can recall from your fathers that you've learned that have anchored you into relationships with other men? One of the things that I will say, um, mine was a gift and a curse. Um, for me, my father, to be independent. He raised four girls. Mm -hmm. so he raised us to be independent. Okay. But he also said, you supposed to let a man lead your household. Mm -hmm. Okay. So again, like I said, it was a gift and a curse. And I'm going to just use my personal situation. Um, I was in a, a marriage uh, prior to my, my, my uh, second husband. I don't even call the first one a husband, but I was, I had got married to someone and, um, I basically enabled him because I was so independent. Mm. Explain and, me a little bit. 
Okay, so because I was the type of person that, you know, I established what I wanted out of life. You know, my father always said, you can have what you want in life. Just make sure that you can keep it. You know, mm-hmm. he said, don't buy the material things and then somebody's coming to take it back from you. Mm-hmm. So buy within your means, right? Mm-hmm. So I basically did that on my own. But then the man I had chosen was not used to the lifestyle that I was living. Okay. So he came in and he couldn't adapt to my situation. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is this, I won't say that he was a, he, he was good to me in my presence, you know, mm-hmm. to try to try to do everything, treat me is like a woman, you know, he tried to do all of that, but at the end of the day, he was manipulative because he knew his shortcomings and he couldn't provide the lifestyle or anything. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me, that's when I should have just left him alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? No. Cause I know he's not the one, but because I was so independent, it allowed me to stay in this relationship and run it as if I was leading my household. Wow. Wow. So that was like, that's why I say it's a gift and a curse because mm-hmm. my father made sure if you were by yourself, you didn't need a man. Mm-hmm. But if you had a man in your life, he needs to be your protector, your provider and bring you peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, That's why I say it was a gift and a curse because I learned how to be so independent mm-hmm. that I lost that in translation when I had gotten into a relationship. Okay. You now know, in your in your second situation, how did how did you turn that around? Like how did you allow your husband to leave? Okay. So well, first of all, it's with the individual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I met my husband, my second husband, and he was a man man. Mm. It was nothing that I could tell him. He was leading this house, but he protected, <laughs> uh-huh. he provided, uh-huh. and he definitely brought us peace. Amen. He looked at, it didn't matter what I had. Right. He's the man of this house and he needs to lead it. Mm-hmm. So it put me in a position where, so I was like, oh, I got to relinquish these rights. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. So it was difficult in the beginning for me. You know, because I was so, oh, I'll take care of this and I'll do this and I'll do that. If I got out the car and grabbed the bag, my husband would be extremely upset. You don't carry bags. You don't do this. You don't do that. Mm -hmm. He treated me like a queen. What, what, what sorts of things did your husband have? What sort of qualities did he have that were very similar to your dad's? Very, very similar, you know? Um, my father, um, was a rebel, like nobody could tell him anything. You know, my husband had them same qualities, you know, my husband, you know, owned his own business. Even if it flopped, he still had to do it his way. Yes. And nobody could tell him anything. My father was the same exact way. Mm. He had his own business, you know, but even though you would try to tell him how to make, no, they would not take your advice. They, they had to figure out for themselves. Oh, no. The thing about it, my husband and my dad 
both were the providers. Like they didn't care what, how many jobs they had to do, what they had to do. They were going to take care of their household. Mm -hmm. So that's where I learned, like, you know what, this is what you're supposed to have in life. You know, like I tell people, it's, it's amazing how they say you find a man that's very similar to your husband. Absolutely. You know? Now, the first time I didn't, you know, but the second time I seen it a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. everything just the mannerisms mm. just that he took care of us the way he wanted to make sure that we had what was necessary mm-hmm. that's how my father was my father so that, was pro- that provider piece i'm sorry provider piece really stood out for you even yeah. without you realizing it yeah. you know the yeah. fact that the man was the provider and the protector those yeah. two things really stood out for you and yeah. Even in your first situation, when you saw that that person didn't have those things, you, even though you said your the message got lost in translation, but those were the two things that you were probably looking for that weren't there. Yeah. And because you were told, taught also to be independent, it just kicked in. That independence kicked in and you just started going. But it's interesting how being a provider and being a protector were the things that resonated and that stuck with you the most. So I think, I think that's awesome. And that's something great for your girls to take away because your, your husband translated that for them and his actions. And, you know, they're going to probably, you know, it's interesting how we, we gravitate towards a little bit of what we see in, we see in our fathers, um, and, and I think that that's the wonderful thing, especially for young women, um, to have that foundation so that when you, you're out here dating and meeting people and you're in a relationships, you know what it is that you want and that you need. Yeah. And my daughter's even saying now, they was like, if I have somebody like daddy, I know I don't have to worry. That's awesome. It's like, yeah, I was like, you know, but again, I don't want them to feel like everybody's going to be like their dad mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's, that's a transition that they're going through now, you know? Okay. 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 But that, but, it, but, but those are still two great qualities. Definitely. Certainly have. Certainly Definitely. have. Linda, how did you uh, encounter, you know, in your relationships, qualities that were in your dad? How did they resonate or impact the relationships you had with other men? Oh, once. It, I um, have the similar, have a similar experience to Kim. For me as well, it is a blessing and a curse. Mm -hmm. Ever I have, and I've still never been married. Mm-hmm. Um, here in this very last relationship, I found the exact, with this gentleman, I found the exact quality. He's so much like my dad, and I love it. Mm-hmm. The, the provider, the nurturer, mm-hmm. the uh, uh, finances. Mm-hmm. Um, I, in a situation where I can relax. Okay. I can, I'm submissive. I'm finally submissive because. Oh, that's a big, big word. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Huge for me. 
after retiring three times, <laughs> always myself, always taking care of my children right. on my own, I right. could finally relax. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I submit because he has led me properly. Okay. 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 Yes. Yes. Uh, protection, not over just me, my children, my household, uh, my health. It was very important. My religion, my spirit, spirituality. Mm-hmm. This man possessed all the qualities that my father had. Mm-hmm. So in him, I see my father. Okay. Um, and I feel relaxed. I feel comfortable. And I could, wow, I could finally put my feet up. There are men out there like my father, even at 52. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and it's so interesting you say that because... You know, you and and oftentimes when we talk about getting into relationships and things like that, you know, we we want the best of the best that we know, you know, and and, and I hope heard both of you say things like providing and, uh, you know, being a provider and being protected, you know, and I think as women or as anyone in a relationship, you want to feel a sense of protection. You want to feel that someone can lead us. Oftentimes we're criticized for being strong and independent women, but that need in a household for someone to guide us, to lead the direction of how the household should go, we are willing to allow that to happen. So that's something that we need from fathers. We need to see that in traditional in today's society, we need to see more of that. And and there are a lot of men who are doing that. And I'm not taking that away from them. But those those men that out that are out here that are not sure, like what is, what is what does she want? What is, this is what we want. A lot of us, you know, we don't have a problem with what no matter what positions we hold out in the world in our home we want to feel that protection and we want to feel um you know that uh, that the man can provide and you said something great uh linda it wasn't even always about finances and kim i think you touched that on that too it's not always about finances that emotional support that we so desperately need. And that's one of the things that I'm grateful for, even in my relationship with my uh, biological dad, is that he's given me a sense, especially I I lost my mother, you know, almost nine years ago. And he's, he's learning how to fill that and step in and provide me with that emotional support that I need. And it's so interesting because I have these conversations with him and probably conversations that I normally would have had with my mom, but it feels freeing and it feels good to be able to say to him, you know, a lot of the things that relate to him, not just as my dad, but as a human being, as as an elder, as someone older, someone with wisdom that can provide me with the things that I need to finish this journey. So, I, you know, it, it's 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 a wonderful thing to, to to have someone identify that for you and to give you that because fa this shows 
how important the role of a father is. It shapes us. It helps us to identify and it sets that foundation, whether you're male or female. And, you know, if there are any males out there, please leave a comment or a message and, and, and let us know, you know, what was your relationship like with your dad? Um, you know, it would have been nice to get a male perspective, um, but, you know, and not only that, as a father, how do you see yourself with your own children? You know, sometimes people don't understand, you know, people think, oh, you know, their dad is just there or, you know, even down to the gifts sometimes on Father's Day. We're just cheap, poor dads, you know, giving them socks and underwear. <laughs> Sure. Sometimes, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, fathers like they really just deserve a I feel they deserve a lot of accolades. And truth be told, we wouldn't even be here without them. You know, moms play their role, but dad, you know, seals the deal. And we just wouldn't be here without them. So they are important and they are um you know they they provide that foundation that so many of us need and i i, I you know i especially in our community the african-american community where um you know oftentimes you know throughout history men have just been you know you know emasculated and you know marginalized in so many areas not even allowed to be fathers, to be the head of their household. Let's, I mean, you know, I don't like to go there, but I have to go there. You know, think about slavery, you know, where the man's role was minimized, you know, where he wasn't able to protect his family, you know. And then, you know, you think about parts of history where, you know, men, you know, because of socialization and, you know, racism and all sorts of things, men weren't able to in the way that they would have liked to protect protect their families you know, but, but many of them stepped up and did it anyway so you know we just really have to um understand that and and be okay with the fact that whatever your relationship is with your dad you have to be able to take something away something good not just the bad things um, or take away something that and see how it applies and how you can use it in other parts of your life. So ladies, I must ask, I know that, um, that both of you, you know, and I'm sorry, you know, that you're, you no longer have your dads here physically, but if they were here, uh, Kim, what would you say to your dad if he was here today? I would just let my dad know how much I really love and appreciate him, you mm. know? Um, in our household, we didn't really tell each other that we loved one another. Okay. That they loved us by the things they provided, but mm. sometimes it's good to hear it, you know? Yes. And it took me until my dad was dying in the hospital before I said that I love him. And I would just want to express that to him over and over again. So that's something that I have established in my relationship, not only with just my husband, but with my children. Okay. Every day we tell each other we love one another. And that's a beautiful thing. And those three words are impactful. It, it's very impactful. And just like I said, sometimes you don't, you need to hear it, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's why I tell people like, as I have gotten older, I just realized 
how the little things in life mean more. You can buy me a Mercedes Benz and treat me like crap. But you tell me that you love me and you show me that you love me. That means more than anything. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Definitely. I want him to know that just how much I love and appreciate him. What about you, Linda? What would you tell your dad? I, first of all, I would tell my dad, thank you. Thank you so very much. Um, and like him, my dad uh, died of cancer. Mm -hmm. I didn't get the chance to nurture him on his last days like he did for me. Okay. And But those were his wishes. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I definitely want to express gratitude. And in his honor, I am going to express i am opening up a van service in his honor nice um, nice so he's inspired you to open up a business yes I, and and my last relationship taught me that as well so we're working on that so that's my way of him looking upon high and still mm -hmm. i live through him right so being said the occupations that he had mm -hmm. um I'm, I'm going to put it out there. All of my life, he was one of the head high shows at Greta Ford Prison. Okay. So I would like him to know, I would be able to tell him that in your honor, you know, I knew how much his job mentioned him. Mm -hmm. I knew how much his coworkers, the relationship, the family bonding. Mm -hmm. He loved that. He loved family. So with that being said, I just want him, I would want him to know that in your honor, um, I would like to provide a van service where people could go visit their loved ones. Mm. It doesn't matter. I just want to provide that for people because I know my dad would do that too. And oh, just yes, that is wonderful. Yeah the things that he instilled in me still mm -hmm. lives on the jobs I had, the, you know, the, uh, he didn't teach me how to live without him. Mm. So with that, that I had to learn all over again, and that's fine. That's fine. I don't feel any ill will and I still love him more now than I ever did. Wow. But he taught you to appreciate, he inspired you, he motivated you, um, you're honoring him, you know, uh, and, and, and I'm telling you those things, you know, you said you would tell him thank you and show your gratitude. Kim, you said you would tell him I love you. Those things um, to me just show that what you were left with was exactly what you needed. You know, and I want to say, you know, just telling my dad, um, you know, I, I want to tell him, thank you as well. You know, thank you for accepting me for who I am. Uh, thank you for providing an example to, for me and a um, giving me a prototype of what I expect a man to be, and that is to be strong, to be a leader, to be professional, to be the head of the household, um, to provide, um, to provide, 
you know, uh, not just be a provider uh, financially, but to be a provider, uh, just as uh, Linda said earlier, just emotionally. Um, That means more to me than anything, but I certainly appreciate your strength. I appreciate the way in which you motivate me and support me. And I am so grateful that God sent me, sent you into my life the exact time that you needed to be there. You know, we may have missed a lot of years in the younger phase, but you were there right on time and God knew that I would need you in such a time as this. So I am grateful and I am thankful. Uh, I'm also uh, to my other fathers, thank you for the role that you played in my life. And thank you for the wisdom and the examples that you provided me with. So with that being said, ladies, I want to thank you for sharing your tea, for sharing your truth, and for joining me this evening here at Sippin' Tea with D. And we want to just honor all the fathers out there. Have a wonderful Father's Day. You certainly have earned it. You certainly um, have, uh, you know, you deserve it. You deserve it. And for those men that are out there listening, uh, I hope that the messages that came forth today provide you with a platform and kind of help you to, uh, you know, rethink your own relationships with your children and uh, your role as a man. And for those that are considering fatherhood or, or becoming fathers, just what it means to really be a dad and what that will mean to your family. So with that being said, uh, thank you for joining Sipping Tea with D. Please be sure to check out the audio podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts every Wednesday uh, on uh, those platforms at 7 p.m. And then there is Tea Time with Sipping Tea with D that is on IG Live every Tuesday at 7.30. Uh, Please be sure to check us out. We have real discussion, real talk on real topics. Uh, Everyone is welcome to join. And then every Sunday, you can find me on Clubhouse, uh, which is the Clubhouse app. Um, Please check me out in the Sipping Tea with D room for very vulnerable and healing conversations. Uh, This is a space for women and healing. So please be sure to check that out. Make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube and like my YouTube channel, Sippin' Tea with D, that's Sippin' without the G. Uh, But I thank you for joining us, ladies, um, and sharing your truth. And we will be back, guys. Please leave a message about this episode or anything that has touched you on the message board. But right now, we're going to go and remember to bring your tea. Bye. Bye.